welcome to IOM3 Investigates, the podcast series of the Institute of Materials, Minerals and Mining. We are one of the UK's major science and engineering institutions and our activities are focused on the promotion and development of all aspects of the materials cycle. These include the science, design, engineering and technology of materials, minerals and mining and their practical applications. We facilitate qualifications, professional recognition and development, share knowledge and provide networking services to a global membership and wider community. We hope you enjoy our podcast series. Good afternoon. Welcome to IOM3 Investigates. My name is Catherine Williams. I'm head of content at IOM3 and my guest today is Paul Skerry. Paul is our new director of membership and professional standards here at IOM3 and we thought a podcast would be a great way to introduce him to the members who haven't already encountered Paul. So Paul, thank you very much for joining me today. Thanks Catherine. Yeah, good, uh, good to uh, talk to you today. Paul, tell me a little bit about your background and what led you to join IOM3. It's been uh, quite a long journey, Catherine. So, yeah, um, um, for those of you that don't know, I'm a qualified civil engineer. Um, so I've always had a bit of an interest in art and science and and uh, started off with a civil engineering degree uh, many, many years ago. And as part of that, I was always really, really interested in materials. So I can still remember now finally a projects uh, being sat in the lab with lots of uh, cement samples, dropping uh, dropping pins into them, looking at setting times, investigating that. And uh, uh, so I guess it was always there. The interest was always there. And uh, uh, after I graduated, I had a typical uh, graduate career with civil engineering contractors, uh, working on site, also in design roles, and as part of that, I suppose, again, though, the, the, uh, the, the story starting to come out. But uh, one of the early projects I worked on was uh, a rather unique project maintaining flood defences in the north of Broads, where sustainability was uh, at the heart of what we were doing. And that was a very unique project uh, where uh, we had client, the client, designer and contractor all working together in partnership. So uh, you know, the seeds are all there. But uh, my, my career moved um, and I got involved in um, bidding major construction projects of schemes, mm-hmm. including the Hinkley Point C power station. Okay. So you know, bit, bits that were new, I suppose, Catherine, a bit innovative um, and um and then partway through my career, I got what I thought might be my swan song um, 15 years, uh, a little bit too early, I suppose. And uh, I was given a great opportunity where I got to train um, apprentices and graduates and, and do that, do that and get paid for it. And, uh, and you know, so uh, um, yeah, how, how lucky I was. And as part of that, I did lots of work with the PEIs, including IOM3, got mm-hmm. involved panels. So I chaired the employer group at the ICE for a number of years um, with the um, uh, Chartered Institution of Civil Engineering Surveyors. I was the chief examiner and I got involved with developing experiential learning routes um, um, to to help those from um, you know, non-standard backgrounds, I suppose, to uh, 
progress qualification. Um, that led me to uh, undertaking a voluntary role with the Institute for Apprenticeships and Technical Education, IFATE. Um, I've sat on the uh, their construction route panel for a number of years, uh, um, approving apprenticeship standards, and um, more recently um, got involved with um, Engineers Without Borders as a trustee, um, which links very nicely with the kind of work I'm doing here. And uh, um, so there's there's lots of links between what I've done and the current role. And um, the circumstances obviously were very, very sad um, when Ian Bobrick, uh, my predecessor, passed last summer. I'd known Ian for a number of years, um, um, having worked with him, um, previous companies, IM3 training scheme and uh, I saw the role advertised and um, it uh, it was great uh, to apply and uh, be in the position I'm in today. And uh, it's a great team here at the IM3, um, both the staff and um, <clears throat> the volunteers. And I'm now very, very pleased um, to be working um, for the Institute, um, um, doing this kind of activity for a living, having uh, done it in a voluntary capacity for many years. That's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, Ian's passing was incredibly sad for a lot of our our members and obviously for the team. But um, it's it's good to have someone who's so enthusiastic about membership development and so on. So, Paul, you touched on there having been involved with apprenticeships and so on. I believe that you're really passionate about supporting younger people uh, into engineering careers and their career development. Can you tell me some more about what you've done in that area? Absolutely. Um, and uh, you know, I think um, looking at what um, Ian and the team have achieved, it's fantastic. Uh, you know, the the routes within, within IOM3 are now very well established. We've, we've got qualification routes that suit a wide variety of candidates. Um, there is access for all, and uh, um, we, we we see um, the opportunity for everybody to become the best versions of themselves, and that that's something that uh, I suppose has always been um, something that's close to my heart, my mantra, if you like. But um, yeah, so I mean, I, I worked for two large contractors prior to coming to IM3, so uh, at a long period of time with. Uh, um, and uh, lastly, I'd done uh, a stint with Langer Rourke, and I was typically looking after um, groups of technical staff of around a thousand at a time. Um, and quite proud of the fact that personally, lost count really, Catherine, but uh, supported a thousand people along their journey to professional registration over the last sort of 10, 15 years or so. But for me, it's about progressive qualification. Um, um, you know, it's about identifying for everybody where, where that next piece of the route is. Everybody's route is slightly different. It's about getting to know people and getting to know them well. And that's difficult in a large organisation, but uh, there are ways we can do that through the wider people networks. But um, um, yeah, um, one thing I think I'm particularly proud of um, through involvement with the ICE, there was a very small group of us that got together and realised that with the introduction of the new apprenticeship routes, there were there were some that fell outside of those routes that um, 
had um, qualifications that didn't allow them to go on and achieve the onward uh, grades of professional registration. It was something yeah. that the ICE called experiential learning. And, and a few of us got together and, um, and worked out how we were going to do that. And, mm-hmm. and that has now been used by, I think, 200, 300 odd people globally to achieve CNG qualification. That's something I'm particularly proud of. And, uh, you know, that kind of thing, it's the feel good. uh, It's the feel good thing. You know, that's uh, what what the buzz you get from that is way better than any paycheck. And uh, uh, this is me. This is what I do. And um, it's just great to be doing that for a living. But uh, um, so so for me, uh, it's really about, as I say, enabling people to become the best versions of themselves regardless of their background, some of that may be down to personal life choices. And for some, that might be choices beyond their control. But uh, um, really, these days, there are no barriers. It's it's just about getting to know people and knowing what works for them. And, and I think some of the kick I get out of it these days is that uh, um, there are a lot of people that I've supported on the journey myself. I now see them supporting others working on professional body panels and mm-hmm. that's nice it's part of the circle of life excellent so really we should be saying to members get in touch if they read the requirements and think oh i'm i'm so close but that isn't quite right is to get in touch with the membership team and talk it through and we'll try and find a way around any issues. Uh, t- totally, that that that's exactly what it's about, Catherine. Because now everybody's different, and uh, you know, uh, th- there's a route for everybody. It's it's just about understanding where the fit is, and if there isn't, then we need to look at that. That's what we're here for as a as a membership team. IOM three. Prior to you joining, we've been working hard on EDI, and um, we've got networks that support getting different people into different roles and again picking up on what you've said there's a route for everybody there's a way in um but sort of what are you doing to ensure that that work continues and that people are supported absolutely i mean i think the problems with diversity that i am three has identified and you know is working to resolve those problems are no different to what the other PEIs see. Um, you know, I think we are a very diverse um, um, institute. You know, um, we we we've got all forms of diversity by virtue of the fact that we're such a large community. We're a community of many communities. Um, the work we do um, spreads far and wide. We influence all sectors of industry. Um, and uh, we're we're very future focused. I think perhaps we could do more to celebrate our differences. Um, and uh, um, you know that that's something that um, you know, a lot of people are, are, are looking to work on. But um, I mean, some of the particular areas I think that provide the quick wins. Um, you know, looking at gender diversity, for instance, I think the current statistic is. We have um, 16% women within the um, the institute. Um, that figure is fairly similar to the other PEIs. Um, but um, to improve that, we've got to carry out a little bit more intervention with schools and uh, you know the the the, the pre um, university piece um, mm-hmm. and um, doing more around role modelling. People like the um, people like me and by that I don't mean people like Paul Skerry I mean people 
that are that are, that are like themselves you know the the mm-hmm. the, diverse, the diverse areas of society um and it's it's a real shame to think that you know at uh, pre-university um um we've we've still got uh, these days uh, um 50% a 50 50% split um between uh, girls and boys studying science subjects and by the time um, so, so that's what it looks like at 16. But why is that figure dropped by two thirds by the time uh, people hit the age of 21? If we did more to sell what we do, I think we would see the change. And sustainability is such a massive growth area. And of course, it's at the heart of everything we do. So we've got an ideal opportunity. The other area I think where I, we, we could definitely do more is dealing with um, a disability so both physical hidden disabilities there's there's lots of neurodiversity in science and engineering and uh, and uh, you know various extents of that but it's very easy to make adjustments to to help people and that you know that goes from making changes when they sit a professional review um but equally different ways of presenting information you know a website doesn't work for everybody um Reading information doesn't work for everybody. Some people are more visual. Um, some okay. people enjoy the face-to-face. Um, modern methods of communication. We we could do so much more with video in uh, in the training and mentoring piece, and uh, and those are all the areas that we want to look at. Above all, with with personal here at uh, um, IOM3, um, that's what makes us unique, and uh, we 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 need to keep that at the heart of what we do. But uh, um, you know, engineers and scientists always undersell themselves, and uh, I, I think part of the getting to know piece gets the best out of people and enables others then to be their best. And re- really, for me, it's about um, building more of that community, getting more people helping each other to walk towards those goals with with the systems in place from uh, mm-hmm. from um, you know the institute to help them to get there. Yeah, absolutely. And that's it. It's where our members will advocate for us as well, saying, I never thought this was for me, but actually I found out it was because they did this or they opened that door for me. And and I think, Catherine, that the message to take away is that there's a development route available for anyone at any stage in their career. It's just part of the getting to know piece to work out what that is and then how how as a wider organisation we can support. Paul, what do you have planned in the coming months to get to know more of our members and um, find out what their needs are? So, so what, what are you doing over and above what you're doing right now? No, indeed, yeah. Um, and I think the main areas of focus, Catherine, are getting out to uh, uh, universities and and employers on uh, on, on visits um, mm-hmm. to the communities and societies um, and really with a bit of a focus on uh, you know how do we expand the network of volunteers and particularly in the area of mentoring that works predominantly going to be in the UK but we are looking to expand the international offering and mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're particularly keen to build the international communities um, there's a lot of support there we just need to bring it together. Um, it's going to be nice to talk to you know not only those at the beginning of their careers but also the mid and senior career people and really with a focus on progressive qualifications so 
it's not about MIM for everybody. It's not about the thin grade for everybody. It's about uh, um, you know, work, working up through those qualifications and maybe doing it over a period of time, you know, different things at different stages in the career. And mm -hmm. professional accreditation, the uptake in those areas is still perhaps lower than it could be. And uh, for some, they might look at um, uh, more than one accreditation. But, um, uh, you know, there are um, there's more than just chartered engineer. There's more than just chartered scientist. There's uh, there's the progressive grades to get there. So there are all sorts of permutations and combinations open to people. And uh, part part of the work I'll be doing as well, I'll be getting involved in the development workshops. You know, that's a key activity that we do, and um, uh, and that that activity is good because uh, we get to talk to those that are very near going forward for a professional review. So. Uh, they they've already made some of those decisions and we can understand where it's working and where it's not and um something that was running and i'm keen to reinvigorate is the linkedin learning group um so that was something that um ian um Babrick, my predecessor had developed and uh, um i think you know it worked well um people were proud of it and uh, we want to get that going again so uh, yeah again building on those foundations yeah, the, um, you know, the workshops were hugely successful, so it'll be good to see them up and running again. So I guess ultimately the question is, how can our members help you? How can they support you and bring more members our way? Absolutely. So, so, so going back, Catherine, to the sorts of things we've talked about, um, so the two focuses there, the progressive grades of membership and um, membership with or without professional registration. It would be great to engage with more people from more routes and particularly those that have done multiple routes. So you know, understanding, um, trying to get the different combinations, trying to identify more of the. We're back to the people like me, aren't we? You know, the uh, you know, where where are we going to find all these people like me? And uh, um, and the um, small and large organisations. So. Um, it would be very easy for us to go and talk to large organisations where where we've got lots of people and we can get a lot of outreach very, very quickly. But um, working with the smaller organisations is as important, too, um, because often the help won't be there and it won't be there in the same way. So um, it's about identifying champions within those organisations that want to do more with their people, but need a bit of help. And mm -hmm. uh, you know, we are here to help um, and uh, you know in an ideal world we would join some of those small and large organizations together where the mentoring is more established to help those in the areas where it's not I, I think it would be great to know as well you know through the discussions I always um, try and get to know people um, and, and the backstory you know not not just the what they're there for with trying to become members but uh, um, so you know, what is important to our members um, and later in the year uh, we'll be sending out a member survey which will help us to understand that but a member survey only tells you one one version now if you ask a question you get a very binary response and yeah. uh, we need those wider conversations and, and that helps us to ask the right questions so that uh, we understand what really matters to people but uh, I'd be particularly keen to talk to those that are recently qualified 
Um, okay. Because um, I, I think when somebody's uh, route is current, that really helps to help others along the journey. And, uh, mm. you know, um, particularly where we've got some of those inspirational stories. And, um, you know, I said earlier, you know, it is about the backstory, the personal touch. We had a team event uh, only this week where uh, we got to know each other a little bit better with some of the the backstories and um, and some of the things that people have done. You, you never get to talk about them at work, but, uh, you know, we, we know we're all... Uh, um, you know, like-minded here. We're here because um, you know we're interested in materials, both currently and and what they're going to look like in the future. But some of these backstories are great, and that helps us to join like-minded people together. And also, mm-hmm. if somebody's got a bit of a spark for doing something, that helps us get the right people in the right place, doing the right things, providing the right support to the right people. So uh, I want I want I, I think the thing what I want is that people are passionate about what they do with membership and uh, you know, membership isn't just a badge it's not something you get and and then you pay your annual fee um, your subscription fee and uh, you know, maybe you read the magazine and um, you attend a conference you listen to a podcast but it's about getting involved with the membership because the institute mm-hmm. is its membership. Um, no, it's it's not okay. it's not the Euston Road office. It's it's not the team. Um, it, we, we are a group of like-minded people. Um, that's what it's always been, and it's always been diverse. And long may it continue to be. Um, so you know, I think that for me, that's what it's all about. But yeah, our, our members are the core of the institute. On uh, my team, we get to hear the stories, um, meet the people, and it's so so exciting and interesting it really is indeed i mean the, the examples for me i mean we, we were talking to somebody the other day who um um who's doing uh, lots of work with the european um space research agency and uh, um it's just interesting to talk about it's not the kind of thing you get to do uh, week after week and uh, you know and and that's not for everybody you know um perhaps some of what others are doing uh, is a little bit more uh, run of the mill but that's also interesting too and it, it's part of life's rich tapestry isn't it it is it's um you know materials are fundamental to everything that do transport um your house whatever so um it's really exciting topic paul it's been great talking to you about some of your plans and so on is there anything else that you're keen to tell the members or to discuss today i i think catherine it's just um you know there are a lot of people to talk to um um i've, I've still not been in the role uh, for very very long but um, I really hope to get out and meet as many people as I can, both face to face and virtually, and um, look forward to building some great friendships and doing some great things. You know, as I say it's all about the membership, uh, always has been and always will be. And uh, it's about us being what we want to be in 10, 15, 20 years time or longer. You know, it's it's about putting putting those uh, foundations in place in the same way my predecessor did that's wonderful thanks paul thank you very much for making the time to talk to me today thank you and thanks for the opportunity catherine for 
information about us, visit iom3.org. Or to keep up to date with our latest news, follow us on social media using at iom3 on Twitter and at the Institute of Materials, Minerals and Mining on LinkedIn. If you're interested in our upcoming podcasts or want to get involved, please subscribe to hear more from us through Apple, Google Podcasts or Spotify. 